you know, everybody be like, for the culture, for the culture. We yeah. we get so uh, territorial from outsiders of the culture. Right. Culture vultures. If somebody else comes, somebody is, yeah, somebody else comes into the culture and they're making money off of the culture, we call them culture vultures. Right. The the culture, the culture, the culture. That ain't part of the culture. You know, our culture. What is what is the culture? Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM, but this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years, but now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right? Getting your time back and be able to scale and grow your businesses, ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways though, peep this. I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do is get in the room. Welcome to another episode of It's Credit at the Top. I am your host, Aston CEO. Got the voice of God on the other end with me. Hey, God is the greatest. Man, and I I want to say, <laughs> I just want to have a, a brief discussion about something that's really been like weighing on my mind lately. Mm -hmm. And just since I got to the point of YouTube monetization, you might have to bleep out this first, this first the uh, f bomb. Okay, let me uh, let me get maybe my, let me get my because I I my realized out. <laughs> I realized since I realized um. Since I got monetized, YouTube don't mind. Like, they'll let you curse. I just saw some stuff that it was like maybe not so much in the beginning. And I think I even talked about that on like the first yeah. 40 something episodes ago. Yeah, you did. And I was reading the guidelines too. It was like, nah, they don't mind explicit language. It's just, is it excessive? What type is it? Mm -hmm. Where is it placed at? Mm -hmm. All that type of stuff. But bro, I just want—I just want to say, the culture, mm. the culture, the culture is the culture. Like, what is the culture, bro? Hmm. Nah, for real. Like, what is it? You know, everybody be like, for the culture, for the culture. We yeah. we get so uh, territorial from outsiders of the culture, right? If somebody else comes, somebody is yeah, somebody else comes into the culture, and they're making money off of the culture. We call them culture vultures. Right. The the culture, the culture, the culture. That ain't part of the culture. You know our culture. What is what is the culture? I mean, it it low key like it low key in two words is like, quote unquote, everything black. Everything that we consider to be black, so that's like, um, because for whatever reason, we don't we don't associate like uh when we think of 
black culture, we think of just like hip hop. We think of, you know, rap lyrics. We think of like R&B music. We think about gangster movies and stuff like that. We don't really think about like the scientists we have or, you know what I mean? So so when you think when you think the culture, your, the first thing that came out, you said hip hop. Mm-hmm. So is hip hop considered black culture? Yep. And what is and and we and hip hop is what culture? Crime culture. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is based off of some bullshit street crime activity mm-hmm. that the fans respect to a certain level that they wouldn't uphold in their regular lives because we can separate the the, the vision of the culture and say we're civilians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are too. Yep. All the hip hop artists are too. And then you get that that blend of the culture coming into the music. Mm-hmm. And then you got all this nonsense that goes on, mm-hmm. and then people they get they get upset and they get sad and oh we gotta stop this when something happens to one of our our publicly known figures or celebrities mm-hmm. or rappers, which God rest did to anybody that's that's passed away or you know, mm-hmm. but when the stuff happens every single day. To somebody else, it ain't, we got to stop this. Right. It's when a rapper gets taken out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but that that's the culture, right? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting y'all point. Sit there, y'all, sit, y'all sit there and listen to music about people sliding. And y'all girls just twerking to this. Mm-hmm. When somebody slides, it's, oh, we got to stop this. Right. Right. I thought that's what you liked. You turn to it every weekend. You listening to it in the cribs. Girls is getting ready with they with they girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You go to the club. It is the most violent, disrespectful, eerie music playing. They sliding on the ops. Drill music. Some of the most a uh, popular rap right now, right? Mm-hmm. All they talking about sliding on the ops. And then somebody slide on the ops. Rapper, rapper passes away. We gotta stop it. Stop turning up to the music. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what you like. Mm-hmm. Why, when it becomes a reality, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Drake, talk about it. I know. I know. I I, I was thinking about all the. All the stuff I've been listening to the last week. Because initially, when I first heard the new album, I couldn't listen to it. Because the first song, 21, talking about, you know, sliding on the ops and blah, blah, blah. And that was like, Takeoff was way too fresh. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I don't want to listen to this. I, I literally cut it off like maybe 30, 40 seconds in. You know, 21, not too long ago, like maybe... A month or so ago, came out like talking about this is when PNB uh, 
mm-hmm. when the the unfortunate situation happened with PNB. Twenty One was like, "Yo, we gotta stop this gun violence." Mm-hmm. And whatever his message was, and then people was like, "Come on, bro, you of all people." Yeah. And then it, and you know I like Twenty One, mm-hmm. but then but then he was like, "Nah, I'm just saying this is this is entertainment. Like, what else we gonna make our music about?" Basically, was his comeback to it. Like, y'all gotta stop. But I'm like, you're you influenced the culture, right? Right. It became a point where originally rappers messed it all up because back in the day, like back 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 in the day, them rappers wasn't doing what they was saying. They was just telling stories. Mm-hmm. They was they was lying. Mm-hmm. Like Ice Cube, Ice Cube and NWA way before my time. But from stuff that I've done in my research and watching movies and docs and just hearing interviews of, from other people and just talking to people that was like of age back then, like grew up in that, mm-hmm. they thought Ice Cube was the most gangster dude, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube came from a great home, <laughs> middle class, good yeah. grades. He was just telling stories of other dudes that he saw. He ain't never do nothing. Man. But it like people thought he was the biggest gangster ever. Dr. Dre. You seen the old stuff? He in the shiny suits and stuff, and then all of a sudden he get into a new group. He holding the Uzis with the. Let's go. Then it gets to a point these kids is believing all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then they're looking at that as a viable option to get out. So it's like, oh, we street, oh, we think that's what we supposed to do. By the mm-hmm. time it gets to like nineties and stuff, yeah. And then it's spilling to the two thousands. It's like. You just got all these kids done started believing these these stories from these rappers, whether true or false. And they just talking to the point, you know, Drake talks about sliding and yeah. uh what's that one song he does all that? The beat drops. Maybe if I do a twenty something, I should do a ten, do something, something, do a five. If he didn't shoot that live, he'd be alive again. Like Drake's mm-hmm. even dissing mm-hmm. dead ops now, bro. Yeah. That's the SSS Tentacion. Oh, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, from what, from what, from what, most likely that's that's what he's talking about. But I'm like, it's even to the point where, where Drake, childhood TV star, you know, I'm sure he got ties to different stuff, but those ties only happen because of those ties wanting to eat off of his music career. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why those ties are even established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, you rapping, he rapping about sliding. I don't know if that's what that line is about, but if you break it down or whatever, the 20s into the 10s or whatever, it all go breaks down into X, 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 like three tens. Mm. And then he says, if he didn't do that live, he'd be, a, he'd be alive again. Like, yeah, cause then he get killed off of he went on live with somewhere yeah, he, he went, went to buy a bike and they pulled up on him. Yeah, yeah, he went live with him showing all the cash cause he was yeah bike shopping. Yeah, so it's like if you break down the numbers, they saying it adds up to like a three tens. That's 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 thirty. Yeah, if he didn't do the live and they had they had problems, like it's it's known that they ain't rock with each other. Because SSS is hit. 
his hit, Drake took like his whole flow. Like, I know you probably don't know, but you can just YouTube real quick off of this. You'll hear him like Tentacion, like dishing Drake on like an interview and stuff. Like, bro, the dudes talk about he want to do a song with me then. I'm like, oh man, this is Drake. And then this thing I know, I hear his biggest song is, it's my song. Like, mm -hmm. and you can hear it. It's the, <laughs> it's his song. You know, Drake does it. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. For sure. But he did like so with, like like with Soldier. I mean, with Soldier Boy, it was like. He took my whole <laughs> yeah. flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Shoot, that him and 21 do it on the. Do it on the. Like, take take other people's flows and stuff. 21's even took made stuff. I'm a savage. Ugh, classy boots. Mm -hmm. Ratchet. Ugh. Mm -hmm. On that one song, you said, I'm a savage. Like, you know, it's just some rap stuff, but yeah, Drake could like. But Drake will like throughout history, he'll he'll find something hot. Just jacket. That that a that a that a very small amount of the the population knows. Like at the time he was big to a lot of people, mm -hmm. but a lot of people didn't know Triple X right. at the same time. Right. So it's to a point where he can yo. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the song is, but if I if I find the two songs, I'm gonna find them when we get off here. Play you this one and play you that one. You are gonna be like, I never, I never knew, <laughs> I never knew Drake. <laughs> but but I but I remember but I remember Tupac saying. Uh, I remember a Tupac clip of, of an interview I I was listening. Ooh, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> uh, this Tupac interview that I was listening to. And whatever he was talking about, he was saying that America eats its babies. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but America, it's done that since its foundation. Like, mm. America, we can't get over certain things that as a country yet because we ain't never took the time to address our foundation or where it started. We just don't want to talk about We'll We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you know, nobody else wants to talk about it. Right. Just act like it didn't happen. Man, that was so long ago. Whereas any other country that's gotten through this stuff, they addressed the foundation of it. Yep. And, and like you know how much? Forward. Yeah, you know, like Germany addressed all that stuff. Mm -hmm. They and, and they Did paid they, too. They paid right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, America's paid everybody. That's why everybody else gets over whatever they get over and don't talk about it. Why Why y'all still talking about it? They ain't paid us. Right. They paid the natives or and gave them some land. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying that they may, may have paid them what they should have, but I'm just saying something got broken up. Mm. Bro, they paid Eskimos. I ain't know that. Cool, bro. If you an Eskimo, you get some money from America for whatever the reason. Mm. They paid Japan. Oh, for they paid. They paid countries. They paid countries where we didn't even do the bad stuff, restitution. Mm -hmm. But when it come to us, they be like, um, "Come on, man, what y'all, what y'all talk, what y'all talking about?" I wonder. I wonder. If, <laughs> I wonder if there's something like in the paperwork to where, like, technically, we still on some like. 
three fifths of a man type stuff. You know what I'm saying? It no, it's it still is in the paperwork. Oh, okay. The well, Declaration of Independence. Well, there you have it. It's it's still in the paperwork. Like the the foundation of the country, we still ain't addressed it. Yeah. They ain't written no new rules. It still says it still says that slavery is uh it's still intact if you're a prisoner. Yep, that's the that's the Thirteenth Amendment, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We never we never everybody else addressed the foundation of stuff that they did wrong or whatever and then move forward from there. Mm-hmm. America addresses the foundation of stuff with other people except for except for us. Man. Because I tell people this, or I ask people all the time, I'll be like, like what what's America's number one export? And then they Google. And if you Google, if you Google America's number one export. Hold up. If you Google America's number one. Man, don't say people. <laughs> nah, nah, it's going to be something like, uh, I think it's something to do with like, something to do with like gas or parts or something. Mm. Um, Refined petroleum, crude petroleum, cars, integrated circuits. Petroleum gas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, America's number one export is black culture. Because mm-hmm. think worldwide, bro, we control the cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what that's what black people create, the cool. Mm-hmm. Since day one. Every single every single person globally is doing everything to look, act, and dress like a black American. Mm-hmm. We control the coup. But it goes back to me saying the the culture, everybody else can look like the culture, but they don't get affected by the culture. So Mm -hmm. Pac said America eats its babies. I say, nah, our culture eats its babies. Mm. There's nobody else. There's no other people. There's nobody else that got to go through what we go through from our culture. Right. Say hip hop culture. There's no other genre of music. Where they gotta worry about dying, yeah, because they made a song. People, yeah, that, I, just the thought of that is is bonkers, bro. Like, yeah, but we've come to accept it. I thought about um, who was that? Well, it, it ain't even gotta be one person. It's just been people been just saying like, it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous job in America, and that's sad, bro. Being a rapper. It's 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 not. They just say that I know, it but, sound good, but it is a dangerous. Yeah, game, you know what I'm saying. But the fact that dangerous and rapper in the same conversation is like is is crazy because it's an art. Form. No, it's it's dangerous being black because our culture kills us. Yeah, yeah. So they say so we we mess around and I know and I know and I'm I'm I am sensitive to this because it it hurts I'm not to a point where I'm desensitized to all this stuff. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Cause say P and B went out, it probably ain't even a month went by, or if so, about a month went by, then then take off, right? Mm-hmm. And then whoever was before that, however much time and whatever, but it seems like all these rappers is dying like so much. But I'm like, bro. That's such a small percentage of what's really dying out right, here. Right, right, right. So, so then the rapper, so then they'll say rapper most dangerous job in America. 
Y'all not saying, y'all rappers ain't saying nothing in y'all's music about all these other people dying. Why it's not a problem when everybody else is? Mm. Maybe if y'all started addressing it, it wouldn't be a problem like that. Mm. But then as soon as one of y'all happened to, it's probably, I know it's, I know it's thousands of rappers nationwide, but if you really thinking of just people, people know, 40, 50 people that rap that people know who they are. Yeah. Sure. So I'm like, if if yeah, if the forty or fifty of y'all would sit here and talk about all these other people that's literally dying every single day, mm. at numbers unheard of, at numbers at a higher clip of of wars that are going on right now in just one little city, yeah, yeah, that's a tourist cool. attraction of the country, yeah. But then it's a problem when one of y'all, oh man, we gotta stop this. Hey y'all, I don't wanna be a rapper no more, man. I don't wanna be a rapper. I'm seeing these rappers say, I don't wanna be a rapper no more, man. This I'm tired of this, bro. But all your music talks about what you tired of. Yeah. And that's just, it's just irritating me, bro. Cause I cause cause I've had like my family <laughs> on both sides, we've experienced a lot of death this year. Mm. Like whether it be song, say my granny, she lived she lived a full life. It, it wasn't nothing, yeah. you know. Like she lived a full life. My aunt just passed away, some health complications or whatnot. So we got some stuff like that. But we've experienced a lot of death, and just years, just off of the culture. My cousin just got murdered a few days ago. Mm. The culture murdered my cousin. And mm. ain't but. Yeah, we're sad, but I'm like, that's the, that's, that's, but if that was a rapper, it would be like, oh, we gotta, we yeah. gotta, yeah, no, that's we bad. gotta stop this. But my cousin, but my cousin, he get ambushed, basically some stuff that a rapper will rap about. I'll tell you details off camera, mm. but it's like a legit setup ambush type stuff mm. from, from the ops. But but I'm like I thought that was cool. That's that's what y'all like. That's that's what y'all listen to. That's what y'all bopping. That's what y'all that's what y'all turning up to. That's what y'all getting lit to. Hey, right now I'm in Puerto Rico, living life on my terms with a group of high level entrepreneurs. Pin the camera. All six, seven, and eight figure earners. The difference between us and you is that we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property, and get income twenty four seven, living life on our own terms. Go ahead, click the link, learn from high-level six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs for less than a dollar a day. If you're interested in that, go ahead, click the link. If not, just call me a scam like you do everybody else on the internet. Keep on scrolling. Another one of my another one of my cousins a couple months ago, maybe two, three months, whatever it was, a couple months ago, he passed away. The culture got him OD. He's he's around our age. I was just telling some I was just telling some of my mentees today, I was like kinda having this talk to them also. I was like, yo, with my age, I feel like the the drugs being cool recreationally started with the era of rap that I fell in love with. Mm. My era being a kid, that that era, Lil Wayne's era. I was like, Lil Wayne introduced that. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear people talking about like I'm old enough to remember before and after, like before yeah. Wayne becoming Wayne. You didn't hear about 
people talking about doing drugs, bro. Only right. person you heard about doing drugs was Eminem, and he and you know we was like, yeah, white boy <laughs> crazy. And when, and when you say Eminem, drugs, you talking about like pills and stuff? I'm yeah, real drugs. Yeah, because I was about to I'm say talking like, about smoking no weed. Nah, I, I was just about to say. Uh, well, you you from a certain place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you from Houston? That pocket, I had never heard of Lean until Wayne. Mm. Never heard of it in my life. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, you had a little, you had a little pocket like Houston and Philly. That was like the only two spots in the country that was drinking lean. I didn't even know Philly was on it like that. Like if you if you meet some people from Philly or listen to some old like some old stuff, you'll hear them talking. Yeah. About it. it was to the point where they didn't know like until people knew Houston was like some them Philly cats was like thinking they what they talking we been drinking this. Mm -hmm. Just called it something, called it something different. I know that. But I'm, but I'm saying, but even still though, even in that little pocket of Houston, that wasn't like nationally a cool thing. And even when, um, and even when, when Houston rappers did have that little window, that little two, three year, two year window, of like being popping nationally with Mike Jones and Slim Thug and Paul Wall and, uh. UGK when they when Pimp got out and, mm -hmm. and it, I know they not Houston but you know I'm you know what I'm saying yeah uh, Lil Kiki had a, I remember hearing some Lil Kiki songs and Lil Flit that little era mm -hmm. we went and list where I'm from I just say where I'm from we was hearing it because it was on TV like that's the music video. Age. That's mm -hmm. the 106 and Park age, the TRL and all this stuff. Yeah. But that wasn't like, I'm sure it was on the album cuts or whatever y'all was listening to, but we wasn't hearing it like that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, they drinking cough syrup? Right. We just hear a slowed up song and hear them talking about stuff, sure it's in the song, but we don't know what it means. Mm. I'm sipping. No, he's sipping, he's drinking. <laughs> How the song go? <laughs> No, I'm just saying, y'all know y'all always creeping and crawling, <laughs> sipping and and pouring and stuff. So I pulled up and I'm sipping <laughs> the wood grain and I'm gripping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, so so think, so think if I'm if I'm 15 and I hear they sipping, I'm just oh they, all right they drinking. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, you're a kid, adolescent mind. You you don't know. Yeah. It wasn't as descriptive. It wasn't social media. It wasn't. Yeah. But then, but but then when Wayne came, when Wayne came, and you know I'm a Wayne fan, and you know we know we knew Wayne, but I'm saying that's why I'm saying when he came, like he had been there. But I'm saying when when he arrived, like yeah, when yeah. best rapper alive, Wayne came. Yeah, for sure. What's that? Oh seven. Wayne. I don't know. I just know we was we was listening to Wayne for a minute, but but when he started putting out the squad up tapes, it started to get different. And it was like, dang, he he looked different. Then that Carter One came out and it Oh yeah. But see, but you know what I was thinking? I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, I, I think like he started to come around, but when I'm thinking like Wayne arrived, I'm thinking about Carter that. Three. That run that he had, like what was it like yeah. 18 months where he was just like Yeah. Yeah. It was like 
it was like it was like around a quarter two time. Mm-hmm. It's like when it fireman time and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, then yeah, the, yeah. Then the dedication started. Then the droughts. Then the then the droughts. Yeah. And then the uh, then no the droughts was out before, but the droughts. Then the because I was listening to drought in high school. Yeah, then but the droughts. The drought the, drought then three the probably my favorite. Yeah, but then but then. The droughts, the dedications, the uh, the dedications. You know him and him and DJ Drama. Yeah, that was, that was Katrina. That's boom. Yeah, and before that, Carter Three. Like, and I'm and I'm like, yo, Wayne had a song that says, "I feel like dying," mm-hmm. and all that he's only wants him. I feel like dying. That's the hook. Mm-hmm. And the whole bars is just talking about all the drugs that he's doing. I'm like, that was different. Mm-hmm. I remember it was only Eminem talking about, and it was like, all right, he's just talking some white boy crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. It, it was a uh, three six would talk some stuff, but three six would talk some extreme. I didn't listen to three six. I'm like, what the? What are they talking about? They talk. They talking about doing everything like. Yeah. Everything hard, snorting up, shooting up, all kinds of stuff, and that was it. Wayne made it cool, mm-hmm. and also you got to think too. I, location Wayne is from a place that has its own drug culture too. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about New Orleans, New Orleans big on that H. Yeah. So, so Wayne. And just through other stuff that I've heard of, like just different interviews with different people, hearing Turk Turk is one of the best interviews you'll ever hear, bro. Hearing Turk talk channel. about stuff they was doing, just Turk anywhere, oh. bro. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to sell a book? I'll be like, all right, bro. Yeah. I was. I ain't even gonna say. Look, but he talking about what they was doing back then. He's like, yo, they was young. Shooting up heroin, like they was kids shooting up heroin. Yeah. So like Wayne been doing drugs since like before he was even yeah. a teenager, yeah. like hard drugs, bro. So I'm like, he just rapping about stuff that he was actually doing to the point where now, how I say the gangster stuff starting off now, it graduated to the drugs is a cool, mm. it's cool. So now these rappers is starting to rap about drugs that they are or are not taking. Future. Hmm. Niggas gonna say that. <laughs> right. He flat out said he ain't taking, he don't take drugs like that. It's just something. I, I heard Nicki Minaj, she had to sit down with Joe Budden. And I'm like, why didn't this clip of Nicki go viral? Because well, like, she was like, I'm gonna find it and send it to you. Because you know how Joe Budden had got them pull ups or whatever them one on one joints is called. He had one with Nicki recently, like within the past. Yeah, year that was, maybe. That was maybe. the second one. Like a few months ago or something, right? Like Nah, it was longer than that. Oh. But if if it wasn't sometime this year, late last year, I know it's sometime recently. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, she was in the studio with studio with him, and he was basically like, nah, I don't do I don't do that. And she was like, What? You but you rap about Yeah, he like the king of it. Yeah. He built the brand off of it and got all these people out here. Off killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Where you got a you got a whole song that's that's the lip the 
the whole lyrics of the hook. Percocets, Molly Percocets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all he says the whole entire time. Yeah. Then, then sprinkle some mask off in, in between that. Mm-hmm. But you ain't even out here doing it. And I'm like, yo, when we we gotta, I'm doing my my part for the the. <clears throat> everybody got a level of influence, mm-hmm. so I'm like, they doing the rappers which influence the culture. I don't care what they role model or not. People looking at you, right? I looked up to I looked up to all these guys when I was little. Like once I got into stuff, only reason I wanted tattoos because I saw Allen Iverson had tattoos. I don't know why I wanted tattoos because I, I I don't have a person I can connect to it, but I wanted them though. I I know my I know my reason why. Like Wayne got that old video. What is your why? Like Wayne even broke it down too. He wasn't like glorifying the right. negative the negative impact he's had on right. people, but Wayne got like an hour plus video from years ago just walking around his crib. Like, why do y'all do what y'all do? And everything was like coming back to him. Like, me, I'm why. Like, why y'all got tattoos? I, and and Wayne was saying, like, Wayne was saying the reasons why he did stuff too. He wasn't saying he was just like, right. Just admit, admit that you're influenced by this stuff. Everybody be, oh, I ain't influenced. Everybody's influenced by something. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. You're influenced by your environment. That's why I say go expose intentionally expose yourself to new things because exposure leads to expansion. I'm I can say 1996, Allen Iverson came out. He was my favorite basketball player. I didn't grow up wanting to be like Mike. My favorite, the only basketball jersey I asked for as a kid was Penny. Mm. I had a Penny Hardaway jersey. Iverson came out. I ain't had Jordans. I got I got Iversons. Mm. He started to get tatted up. He got braids. I got braids. Yeah. Well, old enough to get tat shit. But I wanted them. Why? I saw Iverson have them. <laughs> I used to. I used to think I wanted a Bentley back in the day. Why? I saw. I saw Hove driving one. <laughs> Bentley's fire. I like a Bentley. But Wayne was even saying the same thing. He's like, I saw this car the dude said it cost a million dollars. You can't loan on it. It's called a Bugatti. I said, I want one. Why do you have a Bugatti? <laughs> Got people making songs. I woke up in a new Bugatti. You don't even own one. How'd you wake up in it? I know a video you're talking about too. Cause what it's he, what he say? What he say? He said, uh, the dealer, the the dealer, they they literally told me I was the first. What is it? Did he say black man or black rapper with it? What did he say? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's the same video. Yeah, it's like first black man in it with it, the first yeah. whatever it was. Wayne really was the first one yeah. like over here with the joint. He's like, why you got tattoos? I'm tatted. Wayne lifting up everywhere, like mm-hmm. showing that he's literally he pulling down his pants. Like he ain't showing his stuff, but he pulling down everything. Like. Yeah. Are are you tat? Are you tatted? He's showing the palm of his hands. Are you tat? I thought it was Flower Wayne got a tattoo in his palm that says the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, why did? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you sit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know some people were doing it in. A, that was a small subculture, bro. 
that stuff went global because of a Wayne. Yeah. That's what goes back to why I say I say my cousin OD, right, because of the culture. No, he OD'd on some some different stuff, but it started off with thinking all that stuff cool. You know how many family members and just people like heroin's big in Kentucky, mm. bro. So many family members and childhood friends, high school high school teammates, people I went to school with. So many people done passed away from that. Like so, like <coughs> so many, bro. And it's cause, and I and I hate that they that they call it ODing because they're not they're not. Odin. Right. They're being poisoned. Right. Right. Because thing, if you... I'll say my cousin, for example. He had... Uh, what's it called? They put uh, oh, yeah. Narcan with him. Uh-huh. So obviously, this is what he does. He's prepared. Mm-hmm. He's used to... I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, but I'm just just thinking. If you got something, you got Narcan with you in case stuff goes wrong, so you so you'll be straight. You're obviously prepared, and you've done this before. Right, exactly. You know your limits. You know how much you can take, and you got the backup in case stuff goes wrong. He didn't want to die. Right. He was doing had a problem, had addiction. He was doing what it what it is that he does. You know, I don't be yeah. judging people. Everybody got their own things that they go through. Mm-hmm. But but obviously, with how they found him, uh, his friend was there. That his him and his friend was doing it together. It's like okay, he's prepared. But you can't prepare for you can't prepare for fitting all. Yeah. So he's thinking he bought whatever he normally buys. He and the dosages that he normally takes got the Narcan as a backup. But you can't plan for that. Yeah. Lights out. Damn, bro. But the culture rap about that. Rapper from my city. And you know, I'll be rooting, I'll be rooting for him just not from my city, from my state. ESTG. Mm-hmm. I just like to see people from my from my state winning because it ain't. It ain't that many people from Kentucky like doing it at a certain level to where other people can aspire to right. to do stuff. Right. I want to see people from where I'm from see somebody where they from mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that's dope. But remember, I look, when I first let you hear, G, you want to change your life, dog? My best advice, a brick of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. One of my homies, he got, locked up, he got jammed up. He got locked up a few months ago. For what? He's he's sold he sells fentanyl. Man. I know a lot of people in the streets done got rich off of it. But I'm like, this is this is the <laughs> this is the culture. Right. That's why I'd be like, man, fuck the culture. What like what are we repping so hard? And we don't own nothing of the culture. This music that we talking about, don't nobody we don't own it. Somebody else profiting off all this, all this pain of the, all, all, all this turn up is leading to all this pain. Mm-hmm. Don't none of us own it. It's just like even on some low level street stuff. 
Yeah, we, we get arrested for selling the stuff on the corner or selling the stuff however we sell it, but we ain't bringing it in. Right, right. It ain't all. We just distributing it. These artists, they don't own it. They just getting some, they just getting some advance money up front. Mm-hmm. The artists start showing their money. Guess what? The streets start showing their money. Y'all both just showing y'all's re-up. Y'all, all y'all just showing y'all's re-up money. All of y'all rappers is showing y'all's re-up. It ain't no different. An advance is re is real. Mm -hmm. They cut you a they cut you a check up front for what you owe them back. Y'all go yep. say y'all's little work. Y'all go say y'all's little work on the street. You get your you get your money. You flashing your re-up like you got some money. Nah, bro, go re-up. Right. <laughs> you need that to go re-up. Yep. So everybody out here, everybody out here just showing it, showing loans. Yeah, 1000%. And putting yourself out there as a target to where somebody, somebody's going to want to come, come and take that from you because the streets is hungry. And it, and it makes, and, and to somebody, to some of these people, it makes sense, bro. There's a, there's an interview out there talking about another rapper too. I'm name I'm name dropping rappers, all of them, bro. And it pains me because they're so talented. Yeah. Nardo Wick. Nardo Wick's, I seen a, I seen a clip of an interview with Nardo Wick. He's with two 40-something-year-olds, grown people. I'm like, y'all should have called this man out on this on this mm. because other people listening to this. He's like, no, nah, I, I always thought, why why go get a job when I can just go rob Oh, somebody? yeah, I saw that. I saw that clip. Yeah. Chick, the chick next to him, probably, probably in her 40s, she giggling. Yeah, I saw that. I saw. I'm that. like, this is a time. This is a time to correct this young man. Yeah. He's a teenager. It's a teachable with moment. with influence. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't get through to him, at least maybe you'll put you plant a seed to where it's, he'll be like, dang, kids, just listening to this right. and gonna think what I just said is cool. Don't go get a job. You can rob somebody. It's like, why would I go work for two weeks to get paid five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars? When I can go rob somebody in ten minutes and and get fifteen bands, mm -hmm. and she giggling like I'm like this is the this is the culture, yeah, yep. So now when they see the person showing the real, they gonna want to all right. When we see him, he he's an opportunity. Yep, that's food. Let's eat, and you only gonna do it to somebody that looks like you. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna go do that to to somebody else. Fear stands for forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The problem is, is that you're letting your fear stop you from living life on your terms. Click the link and start making the income on your own terms, which then starts to let you start living life on your own terms. I'll see you on the other side. All these rappers checking in and stuff. You ain't gonna ask Taylor Swift to check in. Yeah. What <laughs> Taylor came out with a gangster song. I'm talking about checking in, bro. That <laughs> like you ain't you ain't asking Taylor Swift to check in. You ain't asking uh you ain't Timberlake. asking uh who? <laughs> Timberlake. I don't even know who that is. Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake. You ain't asking Justin Timberlake to check in. Not at all. You ain't asking. Uh, uh, man, I'm I'm such a big fan of her, bro. 
uh ah, what is her name? Christina Aguilera. Ariana no, Grande. No. Mariah no. Carey. Stranger Things. Ellie. L. Levin. Yeah, but what's her name? <laughs> I don't know. It's like something Bobby Brown. <coughs> Millie Bobby Brown. That's it. Millie Bobby Brown. That's her right. name? Culture Vulture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> like you ain't asking Millie Bobby Brown to check in. That's an amazing name. But you but you but you uh ask the person that looks like you to check in. Right. For friendly extortion. Cause it's your city. <laughs> and you don't own nothing in the city. Yeah. Our culture don't own nothing of the culture. We wreck blocks that we don't own. We wreck we wreck clothing brands. Clothing brands that we don't own. In the city where you live at, you can't even wear a baseball team that you're a fan of's hat because somebody else of the culture reps that and it's dangerous. Yeah. You can't wear Seattle's Mariners hat and you can't. On the real, you can't wear no baseball team's hat in Los Angeles. True. Like, literally. Like. True. Yeah, because all the colors, like yellow. It ain't even color. It's just, it's just, it's just symbols on the, on the hat too. You can't wear Houston Astros hat in LA. Bro, I remember um, when I was out with, with, uh. With Thump one night, and I was uh, I was in there. Some song came on. I'm doing this like H Town. H is up. He came with me. He's like, bro, don't do that no more, bro. Like you had somebody come poke you 17 times before you even blink twice, bro. He's like, don't do that. I was hey. like, I was like, what you mean? I'm just I'm just repping my city. He was like, bro, don't do that. Though. I was like, all right, note taken. We was in the club somewhere. But that's the culture. Like, like you can't, you can't wear, you can't wear the a Houston Astros hat with the H in the middle on the star around it in L.A. Can't wear, uh, you can't wear a Seattle's Mariners hat. You can't wear the Boston Red Sox hat. You can't wear the Braves hat. You can't, bro. That's literally you can't wear a Padres hat. You can't wear a, a, bro. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, basically, just about every baseball team. Yeah. You you you'll get killed behind it because you wore a hat. Yeah. The culture. Everybody in everybody in every hood in America got so much love and pride for their hood. We don't own it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you got so much pride for this street that you don't own? We'll get our hoods tatted on us. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of people with street signs tattooed on them. Man, you're going to make me listen to the heart part five, man, when we get off. <laughs> Kendrick, that's a great song y'all can listen to. Kendrick talking about it better than I can on, <laughs> on a four-minute song, mm-hmm. five-minute song. But that's the culture. He keeps on saying, but he's saying the same thing I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
I just I just can't put my words together like Kendrick. I say fuck the culture. <laughs> Kendrick dance and say, but that's the culture. I want you to want me to. But he's saying the same thing, bro. Exactly. If y'all listen, if y'all listen to what he's saying on the heart part five, Kendrick Lamar saying the same exact thing that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He just says it better. It sounds better. But I like to get straight to the point. What what took Kendrick three verses and five minutes to do? I can say it in three words. Fuck the culture. <laughs> let's get let's get straight to the point, man. And 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 I I felt like this a, a while, but it's like the the takeoff stuff really hit home mm-hmm. with me. Cause you know my past, bro. That that that's no different. I've been in situations where takeoffs been it. I I can't even count, bro. Like it it was just a normal, yeah, a normal way of life. I don't even know the details of it, but if the if the let's say that the stories that they're saying are true about dice game or whatever, whatever, bro. You know how many dice? That's how that's how I used to eat in high school. All that I wanted, all that I wanted was enough money. <laughs> it's it's crazy with how simple life can be if we yeah. let it. All I wanted was enough money, because at during that time you could go buy J's. If you got to the mall early enough, I'm I'm gonna get my J's. I had to get there earlier than everybody because because my side my shoe size they only had each store only had four. Like, I would know how many, this store got four pair, this store got three. Mm. This store got three. I'm getting there early. I wanted enough money to buy my J's on Saturday and have enough money left over to go to the movies, uh, go to Applebee's, and take a girl to get ice cream. <laughs> Bro, do people still? Oh, yeah, they do. I was, I was about to man. I was about to say, do people still wait in line for shoes? But, yeah, they do. I don't know how I don't know how they bomb now. But even but even back then I was still like chivalrous. Like my pops taught me, right? So I let don't let me have enough to pay for the movie t- pay for her movie ticket. Cause dang, bro, high school people weren't doing that. You want you want butter? Get that butter on that. You want you want buying no you want buying no chicks movie ticket. I was because I was in a relationship the whole time, so I was. Well, I know. I know me, and I and I was more prideful too because everybody else is. I came to find out later. I'm like, I thought y'all was all out here getting it like I was. I ain't know y'all's mamas was breaking y'all off and y'all taking that money to <laughs> to where we was at. Yeah. Uh, you got child support, and your mama, your mama just gives you the whole child support check and says, "Here, don't ask me for nothing here." I'm like, I ain't know that. I'm out here, <laughs> yeah, I'm out here getting it out the mud. That's probably why I got the mentality about stuff now. Like, of course it is. Of course, because I be because I be thinking of, of some of my homies from back in the day, and I'd be like, y'all, y'all, y'all had to go get it just like me. Why don't? Why are y'all thinking like? And I'm like, here's some stories. I talk to their mamas about. I'm like, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's why we different. Even listening to the stories you've told, bro, I'd be like, oh man. 
Blake was out here getting to it. Because <laughs> I was just, I was just having my hand out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can I have $10, nah, $20? Mm-mm. And not and not that and not that my mama wouldn't or that my pops wouldn't. I just I didn't want to ask. Mm-hmm. Like I really didn't. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm a or or the way that I am, and I get this from my mama. Not that it's a and it's not a and it's not a positive thing. It's something that I like. Something that I intentionally actively work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry about it. I got it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You give any get any give back. Uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yo, mama, can I have ten dollars for what? You know what? Don't worry about it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you had you had said that to me one time on the phone. It wasn't this year. It was it was last year. I think we was talking about maybe I I think it may be an invoice or something <laughs> like it because you know how like in the beginning we had like our conversations yeah. about invoices and stuff. And I was like, uh, what did I say? I said something, and you was like, bro, don't worry about it. Like I got it, and I can hear it in your tone that somewhere mm. wrong. <laughs> like, so I was, so no, I was bro, like, don't worry about it. I was like. Cause you know anybody else probably could have easily been like, I bet, but I heard some, and you know how you be like, wait, no, 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 that ain't how the conversation was supposed to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, talking about. So I was like, bro, what? Wait, what happened here, dog? <laughs> like, I, what, I remember. I don't whatever, remember what. I was like, whatever you heard, it wasn't that. <laughs> like, nah, I re- I remember what that. All right, don't worry about it. Was that all right? Don't worry about it. Was I was gonna pay you. And I was just never gonna deal with you again. Mm, mm. Like I was like, all right, don't worry about it. I think and I it would and it would have never and it would have never been no more. Hey, bro, can you yeah. do this? Can you shoot this? Can you do this? Can you do it? W- wouldn't be like you know you my best friend. That wouldn't have changed. But yeah, as far as that. like exchanging exchanging money for services or doing business yeah. together, if you ain't call me back, I'll be like, bro, what? Hold up, nah. it would have never. Like, cause I know me, bro. It would have never been another opportunity for yeah. me to pay you. Like, I, in, like, I'm serious. Like in life. Yeah. Like I'm like that. That would. As soon as I say that, y'all don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. Cause I like it. Like I, expect I to remember. never hear. Expect to never hear me ask you for nothing again <laughs> in my life. Man. Like I'm for real, bro. Like, like that's where it starts. Even to the point of, Mama, can I can I have twenty dollars to go to the football game? I'm just making up this scenario, but let's say yeah, it, yeah. it was a can I twenty dollars go to the football game or thirty dollars go to the football game? All right, here, here's a scenario, Mama. Can I have can I have a uh, thirty dollars go to the football game? A football game for thirty dollars? What you need thirty dollars for? Mm-hmm. 14, 13, 14 year old me. Don't worry about it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to explain myself. I don't want to, mama, the football game, it costs $10, and then I might want something to eat, and then we're mm-hmm. going to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm going to just go get my money. She ain't going to have to ask. I ain't going to have to ask her. Mm-hmm. I can just go get, I can just get what I want. Yeah. 
Mom, can I can I get this video game? I played them <laughs> back then. The PlayStation games was like forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get this video it's forty dollars. And my mama, we laugh about it now. Like you would have thought she was. I ain't saying we was well off, but you would have thought she was in the trenches. Like <laughs> I grew up, I grew up in a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment from first memory until sophomore year of high school. Mm. We lived in the same one apartment, not mm. going to another. You know, landlord loved to you know the rent coming yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we know she she paying, bro. Think that's a long time to be in one apartment. Mm. That's why when I first moved to Houston, that's why I felt so comfortable being in that one apartment for mm-hmm. so long. I'm like, shoot. The only example I got, and my family members, they think my, they always thought my mama had it. She didn't. Mm. She just was better off than them, but they thinking she's the, they always thought my mama was the rich auntie or she mm. was the rich person until they moved from the country to my city. And then was like, realized that she didn't. They mm-hmm. just lived in a little town that had one stoplight. Yeah. <laughs> like they all thought my granny was rich too. I never met my granddaddy. He passed away before I was born. But whatever he left my granny, he was in the military. Whatever he left her, I never seen my granny. I have no memory from first memory to when she passed away earlier this year. I've never seen her work. Mm. whatever she benefit she had from my granddaddy took care of her her whole life mm. to the point where she basically had a husband but if she legally got married whatever that would whatever that assistance was would have stopped yeah, yeah. and I'm sure she got accustomed to it because and I, he understood but they they husband they basically married bro mm. So they thinking, oh, Mary Lou, she rich. Your granny rich. Or my cousin's granny rich because they they don't see her work. They see her buy whatever she want to buy. She shop all the time. And then they see her get a new car every three years or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, if granny drove two hours down the road to to where I'm from, she couldn't live like this. They didn't realize that until they grew up and moved. And then I was like, ah, oh, y'all, y'all, your mama regular. I'm like, yes. <laughs> your mama regular. Oh, man. She just lived in the, you know, got comfortable in the two bed, one bathroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And was just stacking her bread up till she bought the house and she put like a significant down payment on it too. Mm-hmm. So. Man, and I re- and I remember too when we moved. I thought we was rich, cause I, I always thought if you had an upstairs, you was rich. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I've gone from first memory, sophomore year of high school. What am I sophomore? I'm fifteen. Mm. So I go from first memory to fifteen, living in a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment, to a house that got a two car garage. Three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, mm-hmm. a backyard. I was like, we rich. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never asked my mama something. Then I'll start asking, yo, mama, can I get $100? <laughs> I 
She's like, she's blast a hundred. What? Wait, what do you got to do? For anything, I asked for ten, no five, ten, just so I could do my little whatever I'm doing. Cause I, I really, she really, I really got like outside like. 14. Mm-hmm. That's when I really started like making my own money and stuff. I'm riding the city bus all around the city doing what I'm gambling. That's why I'm saying like the culture, like say a, a dice game, that ain't, that's how I really made my money, especially mm-hmm. 16, 17. Like I go get, I, I, I be 16 with like $500 oh, yeah, you that I made in a, in a few hours. At the dice game on the, on the west side of the city at, at midnight, mm-hmm. or at eleven eleven o'clock at night on a Friday. Mm-hmm. It's bad. I got my J. I'm about to go get my J's. <laughs> but that environment, I'm like, yo, I'm I I know that I know that dice game with weed smoking, guns around. Mm-hmm. And, Bro, them arguments happen all the time, and I got I've gotten in so many arguments in dice games. Yeah, for sure, it's inevitable. To the point, to the point where in certain environments, just just because, and I've always been aware of my like, like I low key been I don't I've told you like on different conversations on how like my pops trained me to be paranoid, like as a kid, like it was mm-hmm. kind of like some basic training stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm five, walk into the building. Blake, where the exits? First thing, mm-hmm. we walk into the, where the exits? Mm-hmm. Walk into the movie, walk into the gym, where the exits? Mm-hmm. Why Why you need to know the exits so I know how to get out? So now to this day, I walk in somewhere, I gotta, I, I immediately find where the exits are. Yeah. I see what people are there, okay, some go down. I got to get through this many people. I get on the plane, where the exit? Well, now, most of the time where I'm sitting, but that, okay, exit right here. Um, there's two people here, six people over here. Like, can I can I move? All right, all right Blake, uh, I'm six. Don't sit, your, don't sit your back to the door. Mm-hmm. So now restaurants and stuff, I don't like to have my back to the door. Yeah, it's weird for me too. It's like, or if I do, or if I do, like say if I'm eating at a restaurant at the bar or something, most of the time how the bars are designed, you're not facing the door. Mm-hmm. I always kind of do like a quick little. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you expecting anyone? <laughs> yeah, I'm always like a. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Or, or, um, or. Say say my spot. You've been on one of my spots where I like to do the steak Sunday. Mm-hmm. My back. Think of where we were sitting. I always I always sit the bar seat closest to the kitchen door. Right, so you can see, so you can surveil. No, so I can see because at that spot the bar's here. You gotta come around here here to get to the exit. Mm-hmm. If something was to go down, the kitchen door's right here. Mm-hmm. Like I made my exit plan. My exit plan is to go through the kitchen. 
And I know that they got to have some door to lead out of the building through mm -hmm. the kitchen. So I'm like, bro, it'd be like strategized. Like this is from some, <laughs> it's from some toddler secret agent man. <laughs> it's from some toddler type stuff. Yeah. And then you throw, and then you throw that on top of uh, when when my when my brother JP taught me how to go go hustle and like our hustle was gambling. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm super observant, like with <laughs> with with everything. I was a little different. 15, yeah. 16 out there, they might be seeing stuff, but I'm seeing I'm seeing other stuff. Yeah. You seeing the developments and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, all right, this dude just walked off. Say I'm not on the dice. I'm I'm a side bet. <coughs> I'm seeing, I'm seeing this dude just answered his his cell phone. He walk off. Mm -hmm. You can you can see his animations, you can't hear him. He's not having a good conversation right now. Mm -hmm. He come back to the dice game. His energy off. He getting aggressive with people. But I'm seeing him yeah. all like, yo, something up yeah. with him. Yeah, for sure. So, so I'm shooting the dice. I'm shooting the dice. I roll an eight. And then six rolls later, I hit my point and I hit an eight. He's like, no, dog, your point wasn't no eight. It was a six. Man, my point was, you know, this is normal dice game stuff. My point was, hey, nah, bro, nah, bro, bro, put that money down, bro. You ain't your money. You wrote a sit. You right, dog. I must be tripping because I already done seen them walk off yeah, yeah, with yeah. that hostility. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a athlete. I'm a good kid basketball player. Just want some money. Yeah. I know you holding. You got some other stuff on you. I know what you do outside of. Right. You know what? You right. I'm tripping, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but but to most people, that's gonna be an altercation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm I'm literally, bro. It'd be, and at the time for me, it'd be like big money down there for me at the time. I'm yeah. I'm 15, 16, 17. Might have eighty dollars down there, mm -hmm. or eighty a piece. One sixty might be down there. I'm like, yo, that's mine. <laughs> Yo, yo, you right? Nah, nah, you know I wouldn't even trip. <laughs> like on Friday. <laughs> nah, so then, so then I, so then I, so now I'll be like, you, you know what, you right? Uh, who want, who want? Now my, now my new point six. I already know it's eight. Yo, who want, who want bet my six eight? So next time I wrote it, mm. put some down on the eight. Then cool. Yeah. That's a bad example because I I was never no, I would never I never had confidence on those six. <laughs> That'd be one of the better everything. I'd be like, yo, I ain't no six dude, bro. No, come on, I crap out every time. It's all mental, bro. It's whatever, I just. But anything else, bro? Nah, we we bet that if I'm confident on some of my points, that four. That four row round, I'm betting on the ten four. I give you all other craps. Mm. I ain't shot dice so, in so long. That'd be that'd be a good time. I, you got me wanting to shoot dice, man. And go to if you shoot dice, go to the casino. That's the only <laughs> place I will ever shoot dice in my life. Is at a casino. Mm. And I so I probably won't shoot dice again because I know how to shoot dice on the pavement. I went to a casino when I got older. 
I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> they was mad at me at the table. Because, you know, the, the boy casino, he got all this other stuff. Yeah, you'd be like, like words inside, and colors outside, and, and yeah. And you bet in the bar. Yeah. Like, what? You got to throw them all the way, all the, like, you got to throw them all the way yeah, down. Yeah, you got to toss them in for sure, for sure, yeah. They got to smack against the back wall. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just tossing them. My hair is in New Orleans. They like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, people, I'm like, hey, yeah, man. man I'm, dice. <laughs> I, got, I got off. I was like, yo, I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah. Hey, right now, I'm riding horseback in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs, all six, seven, and eight-figure earners. The thing is, is that while we're here enjoying our life, we're all generating income right now because we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property. The problem is, is that you either have a gift and you don't know how to monetize it, or you don't know what your gift is. I wanna help you tap into that gift to where is you can make income while you're just living your life, enjoying the fruits of your labor, and making income literally 24-7. Go ahead and tap in and join me at the top. It's crowded at the top. Another thing too, bro, I'm shooting, I'm shooting dice. I'm I'm 17. I'm I'm 17, bro. I lost like six, seven hundred dollars. Mm. These dudes from another town came in and they was doing stuff I didn't understand. Something about betting the bar. I, some stuff they do in the casino. It's like if you crap out, I don't know the exact definition of it, but say it's something like this. Say if if they crap out, mm-hmm. say if they crap out on a, a, a seven, right? Say it's something like if it's five two, everybody get their money back. Mm. If it's four three, then they whatever, and they would and they would cop they would cop one of the dice to whereas there's a good probability of that five popping up. If it is a five two, everybody get their money back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did something in their finger with the dice. They would be shaking them up and it would sound like they shaking them, but they not. They really just clanking them together. Uh-huh. And then they would spin it to a point where this five would keep popping up. So even when they crapping out, they betting a bar, some right. stuff that I don't understand because we don't play like that. Like this is some stuff that could happen mm-hmm. in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I remember and I remember losing so much money that night. With a lot of money then, thanks, six, seven hundred dollars is seventeen. I'm like, dang. Yes. And I and I never <laughs> and and I never forget my big homie, my big homie Pete. Shout out to Pete. Pete told me, he said, Sam, they called me Sam, Sandman back home. He was like, Sam. And I lost all this. He was like, Sam. If you playing basketball and the game's on the line, you won't take the last shot or be on defense. Mm. And I was like, I won't shoot the rock. And I ain't never forget that to this day. I'm like, if if the game's on the line, anything, life, entrepreneurship, business, whatever, I'm like, I'm going out shooting. Like mm. I'm not, I'm not playing defense. Mm. Cause I lost my money fame. 
because mm. he kept rolling them, he kept rolling them sevens, and I'm picking up my money, but we betting whatever this yeah. term is that I don't know. Yeah. And when he's crapping out, it's it's taking the money back, and then he then he come back and hit his point. So it's not even like I get the chance to get to get the dice, back. Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So he was like, "Yo, you want to play defense, or you want the ball in your hand?" That's one. That's a life lesson he told me at seventeen. I'm like, I still, I still go by that like to this day. Yeah, nah, that's a bar. But but I'm like some dice game stuff, bro. That that's some regular stuff. Like that, like people were talking about, man. Rappers is dangerous. That's that's some rapper stuff. Them rappers. I'm like, nah, that's some culture stuff. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of dudes. A bunch of dudes shooting dice. On a pool table, on the streets, wherever it is, I'm like, that's normal. That's not that's not rapper activity. That's culture <laughs> activity. Mm-hmm. Why would this rapper be doing that? Because he's of the culture. Culture, yeah. He probably feel like they probably feel like they they're around in an environment where they feel safe and probably can let their hair down and just do some normal stuff. That's normal to us. Exactly. These celebrities, they they have a thirst for normalcy. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. I can just sit here and just shoot some, just shoot some craps with. Bad. Yeah, I'm in heaven. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like that that culture stuff, bro. We don't we don't own none of the culture. Everybody that makes money off of the culture, everybody else makes money off of the culture except for us. When we do get paid something, it's it's scraps on that back end. They getting the mailbox money. That's what Nipsey's whole message was. He wanted the mailbox money. I'm like the 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 uh the neighborhoods of the culture that we got so much pride in. We don't own them. I'm like, so I'm like, what is the what is the culture? This this black culture that nobody black owns that kills us? Yep, and that's even that's even a pod in itself right there. That could go deep. It ain't gotta be this pod, but that that's a conversation. Yeah, too. I'm just like <clears throat> I'm just like, man. It and it's just and I, I know and it's sad. It's sad that, you know, this stuff happens all the time, but like I said, it it just seems to be a, a national topic once it becomes a rapper. I'm like, where where are these conversations when it's not the rapper? Where are these conversations when it's my cousin, your cousin, her brother, his daddy? Like this stuff happens every every day nationwide. Don't nobody speak on it until it till it's a rapper. And then, and then it'll be somebody with like the, uh, and then, and then we'll sit there and, and uh, and make fun a little Uzi because he won't dance around and look like he having some fun. Hit nah, it. he's soft. I thought you were about to hit it. Hit it. Nah, nah. I, I just want to rock. I just, rock, I just, rock, rock, I just did it on my story. <laughs> I posted my story. That's my song, man. Nah, that song. And the. And the dance. Hey. I can't do it sitting down. Uh, I can't do it sitting down. But but you know what I'm saying? It'd be like a 
little Uzi, he's he sitting around dancing, having fun, mm-hmm. hitting his, whoa, before the, hitting his, his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, oh, he, he's soft. Or, uh, but even, was, I just, even the just name, like, even the name, though, of the guy who's yeah. having fun. <laughs> yeah. But but you gotta think outside of Uzi's from a real place. Yeah, yeah. Like people people may think he's just looks like that and acts like that. Like I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that young man is hardened more than is hardened to a point more than the the average mm-hmm. <laughs> person talking mess about him. Like bro, once you once you see Uzi, once you see Uzi hitting them dirt bites and stuff, you be like, oh, he he from Philly, Philly. Mm. He do all that bike life stuff. He's he do all that bike life like yeah, tough I, too. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so you're like, oh, okay, he from he from Philly, Philly. Yeah. Especially once I heard like other older people talking about like, nah, man, Uzi, Uzi's a real one. And then I saw the dirt bike stuff. I was like, ah, yeah, he from Philly. He's not from. He's not from Philadelphia. Yeah, from Philly. <laughs> yeah, or where where Kobe was from, Lower Marion. Man, Kobe was hurt when they was when they was booing that man at the All Star game. Yeah, because they ain't looking. For one, he, he a Laker, and they beat him in the finals. Yeah. For two, they they never really looked at him as like Philly. Yeah. I'm like, man, you an Italian kid that came in Lower Mary. Rest in peace. But even that, he's. He, but even that, yeah. Rest in peace to the goat, <clears throat> Kobe Bean. But even that, he's a real one. What what does real mean? Right. We got to stop in our culture, bro. A lot of stuff in our culture, we we equate that to crime. Mm-hmm. I used to have arguments with people. I used to have arguments with people. This was before the Bow Wow challenge and stuff. I'm like, man, little Bow Wow, the realest rapper ever. Man, what? How he real? <laughs> what he what he done did? Who he I'm done like, shot? He, he, like, yeah. I'm like he he got on when he was a kid, got rich and successful early, and raps about girls that he's dating. Now, what's not real about that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he ain't he ain't real. Cause he ain't cause he ain't rapping about Tommy guns like Lil Wayne. <laughs> Bro, Lil Wayne, we seen Lil Wayne grow up as a rich star. When did Lil Wayne have all this time to do all this stuff that he was saying that he was doing? The same, the same way Drake had time to see blood f- freeze on the leaves. <laughs> what he, what he said, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's <laughs> the same way. You say yay? No, I said the same way. It's just somehow, some way, the the grassy star. He be out. He be out in the field. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, 
but but but, but you know what though? I, I will say an unfortunate truth. Unfortunately, for whatever the reasons, they they are oftentimes with with those people who actually do put in the work. And I could see a situation or situations where they want to prove themselves to not be the rich kid that we grew up watching, to not be, you know And that's the culture. Why ain't it cool to be the rich kid? Why ain't it cool to be the smart kid? Exactly. Nipsey got, Nipsey got something. Nipsey said it's all about aggressive intelligence. I remember a time where it used to be cool to be dumb. But we got to switch that to where it's like, nah, if if you over here talking ignorance, he need to be the person that gets beat up and smashed on. Mm-hmm. Not the not the smart kid. Mm-hmm. Like, who made that cool to be dumb? Yeah. So it's like, nah, we, we switching it up. Like, we going to be a, aggressive. Like, we all, in our culture, we're aggressive with violence. We need to switch and be aggressive with our intelligence. Mm-hmm. Let that be the cool thing. Uplift the cool. That needs to be the cool thing. Uplift the the kid that's sitting there making robotics in fourth grade. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then once, and then once the girls, because a lot of stuff we do for girls, I was talking about this with my mama too, a couple weeks ago. Uh, she was talking about Jeezy and Jenny Ma. Mm. She was like. Uh, Cause Jeezy's album had just dropped, and I was listening to it. Cause oh, I was, Snowfall. I was even talking about this on on social media. I was like, it's hard for me to listen to rap. I, even if it's negative, I always like to listen to hustler music. Yeah. So it's like hearing Jeezy's was like a kind of fresh breath of air as far as just that hustler, and it sound like Jeezy. Right. Like, right. You know, he came out with some stuff that didn't. It didn't get. It ain't feel like this one was like. Yeah. It feel like Jeezy. So my mama heard me listening to that and she saw me watching the Drink Chimp stuff and she was sitting there watching and she was like, uh, you know, they was asking him about cancel culture. Do you believe in cancel? Like they forgot Jeezy was the first one that they attempted to cancel. That's why he came out with the mistape, can't ban the snowman. Mm-hmm. I remember kids in school, we couldn't wear the snowman t-shirts. Oh man, that's deep. You don't remember that? I mean, we 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 were never not allowed to wear the wearing the shirts. But that was a, that was like a national thing, bro. That was like on the news back then. Like kids was getting suspended for wearing snowman's mm. shirts. That's why it was like can't ban the snow. That's yeah. why it became a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense. But my mama, she don't she didn't remember all this stuff. I was like, yeah, because I didn't <laughs> ask. I didn't buy a snowman t shirt like. Even though I didn't like school, I played basketball. I don't want to get suspended. I'm not even attempting to wear a snowman t-shirt to school. Yeah. I got a I got a game on Thursday. Like I ain't, I ain't gonna play with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just listen to it. But she knows Jenny Ma because she used to watch whatever that show is, and I guess her mama be doing some funny stuff on Instagram or something. Mm. So she so she was like, she be cooking on the gram, right? She, I, don't, I have no clue. Oh. I'm not tapped into nothing. I feel like I've seen Jenny like Ma a, don't pop up on my algorithm. A few videos where she was cooking and she like she'll you know had a commentary like you know and and uh because what's Jeezy's real name? Do you know? 
Well, okay. she'll just say his real name. Like, he likes uh, Edamame, and he like, you know, and it's just the whole, yeah. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't seen him, but maybe she does that, and then somewhere mama pops up or something. My mama says that she thinks her mama's funny. Mm. But she was like, who would have ever thought that that Jenny Ma would be with somebody like Jeezy? Because my mom, you know, she's not hit to certain stuff. She never really listened to rap outside of what might be on the radio. She don't know these stories of Jeezy's telling why she sent watching this Drink Chimps yeah. episode with me. He's telling stories and stuff. And I'm telling her stories while we watching it. Like, I remember that. Mm. She watched the BMF show. She don't know nothing about Jeezy's. Oh, yeah. Being walk around with Meech and I was like, yeah, mama, that was like they dress code. They was all black, black Air Forces. Mm -hmm. Like Jeezy was fat, no hair on his face, mm -hmm. like looking angry all the time. Like I was like, this snowman is like a it's like a thing. It's a symbol. I showed up, I put up title. I was like, search, I said, search any musical artist you can think of. A picture of them pops up in a little circle. I said, search Jeezy. The snowman face pop up. Mm. But but she was like, who would think that Jeezy would be with Jenny Mai? And I was like, she's like, well, how would a you would just never think a, a girl like her would get with a man like a woman like her would get with a man like him with this past and this history. And you sitting here talking about this versus. I just thought it was a versus battle. Like I didn't know <laughs> that people died behind that. Yeah. All this stuff, like yeah. who would have thought them two would end up together? I said me, because <laughs> the because the no matter what the girls, especially the good girls, is always gonna love the street cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, always, bro. You you see the dude, you see the dude that everybody's fearful of. His girlfriend go to college. Like he'd be mm. like, he got the pretty girl on the volleyball team or something. Mm. He'd be like, what? It's always like a girls always used to get like a and still do them young girls. They get a thrill off of that stuff till they get to a certain age. Then they want the then they want the the guys that they thought was lames and nerds back right. when they was younger. But now them guys that they want now, they're successful. Mm -hmm. And you and you and you're not in their class anymore. Mm -hmm. Hey, I see what you did there, though. <laughs> huh? They they want to. <laughs> yeah, boy, got bars, bro. He got bars, dog. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's like that's how it goes. And and I even and I've even had conversations with women and some of my homegirls. They going through this right now because it's like they might be. And I don't want nobody to think that there's any age limitations on certain things. But say one of my homegirls, she. She's uh 32, about to be 33. Mm -hmm. She's saying that she had a type. She always liked the, when she was younger in high school, she liked the street dude. When she get in her 20s, she's living the nightlife. She's around all the glitz and the glam of the nightlife, the fast, the party the fast money, the, the part, yeah, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Now it's like she's 32. She want to get married. She want to have kids. Not saying that she can't. But it's like everybody that she looks at for that, they're not looking at her. Mm -hmm. Like some of them, they I like like you ain't give me no type of play. Yeah. While I was building all of this, 
and and say and just say realistically a 30 say she about to be 33 you meet somebody i know there's no time frame in any of this stuff but say you meet somebody you date for a year she about to be 34 mm. then you get engaged for then say you do get proposed then you say that you're engaged for a year i don't know how stuff goes but i'm just making up stuff now you're 35 she says she wants to travel the world and all this stuff with her husband and stuff. So then you go travel. She want to travel the world for three, four years before she had. Okay, so now you're going to be. These are conversa a conversation mm -hmm. I had with her. I'm like, okay, so now you're going to be 39, 40. I'm like, where do the kids come in? Like, but And she's even realized that I don't want nobody to kill me. This is what she told me. Mm -hmm. This ain't my opinion. Mm -hmm. She's like, She's like saying like, okay. She's she's thinking like, damn, did I waste the time that I could have I could have been doing all this stuff? Mm. I'm like, cause you could have found that, you could have found that dude at 24. Yeah. Did all that and then be at that point now at 32, 33, versus hoping to find it now, do all this stuff, but she was into the the culture. Yeah. Probably what's gonna end up happening is God willing, she find uh, she finds what she's looking for, and that whole travel stuff is gonna happen after the kid. But I just know it. But her type though is gonna be forced because she don't she don't want a square. Like she's not attracted to a square. Like I'm a square. I know people that's listening. They may not know what I mean when I say square. I mean like. When I say square, I'm not saying no lame type stuff. I'm yeah. saying just straight lace, law abiding, all this stuff. She's never dealt with nobody like that before. Yeah. How you gonna start now? Mm -hmm. She gonna get bored. She want people to. The culture tells us it's cool to brag on your toxicity. Yeah, I I, I hate it. I hate it. That's a, the the culture. It's cool to be toxic. It's cool to it's cool to be unemotionally. Uh, emotionally unavailable. It's cool. Yeah, I, I posted about that recently. About this, like, man, I, I hate it, bro. She posts all on. She used to post all on her social media about like how toxic she is. The memes, love all the Justin LaBoy stuff, and all. Like, she she told me that she got to get rewired off all this stuff. She's she not on, even on social media right now because of <laughs> because of that. Like, mm. she's like, I gotta. Yeah. You know how people delete their socials and yeah. all that stuff, thinking that it's a, a rebirth or something. And y'all, if y'all delete your social media, y'all feel like y'all gotta delete your social media to go rebirth yourself and cleanse yourself. Just, just delete it. You ain't gotta announce to everybody that you leaving. All right, guys, I'm going. I just delete it. But y'all, man, don't, 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 don't let the culture, don't let the culture eat you. Like, uh, I might, I might listen to this tonight, bro. One of my old favorite albums. I like the whole concept of it too, and it was just dope. Lupe Fiasco had an album called The oh, Cool. Oh, Cool, yeah. One of my favorite albums. It's my favorite album of his, but that's a top. That's a. I almost said top five, but that's a top ten album for me. 
as far as what he's talking about, the whole concept, as far as the concept album, and mm. he, he even had a character. Remember that character yeah. where it was like, this side of him was this, this side mm-hmm. of him was that, this side was. Yeah, you know, don't don't let the culture eat you, in, and uh, and don't be a victim of the coup. Yeah, 